Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Episode number 44, mother <laughs> Hello. We're, we're back. We're back. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been a wild couple weeks, man. The whole Metal Shop at 10 movement gained a little traction, apparently. Yes! 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 <laughs> yes! So I guess we're a big deal now? We won. No. We're no. just still a metal show that they tucked into the weekends. But we are on at 10. Yeah, we got a whole other hour, man, which means we got a whole other hour of uh, people that, you know, can't stay up that late. It's true. Right. Which is totally fine. And that totally kicks ass. That means Grandma can listen. Finally. Maybe. So Maybe. Huge shout out she's got her medication. to all the sweet bands, all the listeners, especially the devoted Metal Shop crew, the Metal Shop Metal <coughs> Tribe that has been sticking with us and demanded they wanted Metal Shop at 10. We got some feedback from some great bands like uh, yeah, and Witch Burn Swamp Heavy Mastodon Kill Switch Engage. Hell yeah. And yeah, and like you said, though, biggest shout out to the uh, people at the station who helped us make this happen. Misha, especially. Of uh, course. Misha Kian. Got, uh, she knows so many bands too, and just was like, you know, putting bugs in ears, being like, hey, we need a little help, help these guys out. So she hooked us up with some of the most epic photos we got. Today, just today, or a couple days ago, we got that Bill Kelleher from Mastodon, uh, Metal Shop at 10 sign. Hell yeah. That was cool. Very uh, cool, man. I mean, the list goes on and on. We're not going to sit here and name it all up, but just thank you to reiterate. Very awesome. It's so, been a cool week, so we're in, back. Instead of, uh, you know, coming on at 11, we're going to be on at 10 until 2 a.m. Every Saturday night. So we're going to end a little earlier, which, you know, some people I, I heard voiced a little displeasure, but let's take a look here. It's <laughs> the, let's think about this. It's the uh, it's the satisfaction of the many <clears throat> versus the discomfort of a few. Let's you got to look at the macro and the micro. OK, the macro is very, very good. The micro is a few people, you know, here's the way I see it. Metal shop used to be from 11 to 2. It's true. And we as a, as a conglomerate kind of just. Did the same thing on a lesser scale, kind of just went till three. We didn't really ask. This time we figured we probably should ask because they might actually hear it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because so we extended Metal Shop by an hour mm -hmm. about three years ago. Yeah. About no. three years, two, two and a half years ago, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, probably about two and a half years ago. And so what we're doing is we're just taking that extra hour that we got and taking it from the end of the show and packing it on at the beginning of the show. Like we originally asked for. Yeah, and they said no. So, well. But now they said yes. It's, it's good. It <laughs> yeah, worked out. It's totally good. And you they know, like we don't know. You might scare people. I'm not really sure if that's gonna work. When and... Steve and Kevin were originally doing it, it was eleven to one, so they had two hours. Right. And then they got three hours, and now we got four hours, and now we got four hours at a better time. Yeah. And so eventually, Who knows, man? Who it'll knows? just be metal shop at noon. <laughs> or <laughs> what I would love to see is maybe an hour or two of metal shop uh, a couple times a week. Yeah. That you know. That's something that we can work towards in the years, then decades to come, and, and even whoever hosts Metal Shop uh, after we die or whatever happens I got to an us. idea. A separate HD channel for all Metal all, Shop. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, nobody listens to those HD channels anyways, right? Oh. Right, but- I mean, we some would, people do. We would be like making the, the, the switch that Howard Stern made yeah. without any of the money. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what it would be like. Or the porn stars. Yeah. So we'll just keep brainstorming and see see what happens. But for now, yeah. we're happy with where we're at. You you know, you'll never get it if you don't ask for right. it. You know, uh, a buddy of mine threw out the idea. He's like, hey, why don't you guys next year like try to extend it by an hour or two and just do an hour, just go till 3 a.m. Dude, again. we could, like, you know, the oh, way... Oh, man, that would... And it, it would be cool, but I feel like all three of us would be so zonked out. And well, just... here's the way... Okay, you also have to look at the way that radio works and the way people listen to radio. I mean, we'll peel back that, that umbrella a little bit in the fact that, you know, people listen to radio for, what, like 10, 15 minutes at a time? Yeah. yeah. So if we did Metal Shop for six hours... It would be like six different metal shows in one long session. So we because ha- people would be tuning in and out, and they'd be catching, you know, different parts. Mm-hmm. It would just be us. We would be the only ones probably mm-hmm. that would hear all six hours. We would right. almost have to like reiterate spe- specific news stories. That, right. We'd like, have to like re yeah. Re- it'd be like two shows. Yeah, we would have to like re like debut da- new songs and stuff. Yeah, it'd be like the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. Wait, I yeah. played Pantera. I already played Pantera. That was five hours ago. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I was asleep, man. The quadruple Pantera <laughs> promise. I ate two it. meals between then and now. <laughs> Dude, we would literally have to go like poop. Like we, six hours is a long oh, time no. man, to be alive, you know. Or we can wear We'd diapers. Have to swap out. <laughs> like that lady, that the astronaut lady that drove across cross country. Didn't we, stop. dude, diapers for metal shop. Great idea. Let's get that uh, depend sponsorship. Just slap the metal shop logo on there. And we'll we'll just put good. metal shop bringing you the brown note. Metal <laughs> shop at ten. <laughs> During yeah, Cotton Amash. We'll start a segment called The Brown Note where it's just like, all right, you guys ready? We're going to do this all on cue. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> <sighs> Call it Shart Namash. I feel so much better. You guys ever heard of that band called Shat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With all the dildos they, all over Yeah, the they place? wore dildos on their heads and they had a song that goes, God is it. I'm my d. God is it. I'm my God is it. I'm my d. God is it. I'm my d. I just remember their singer having a dildo attached to a chin and actually sitting there for a minute or two thinking, like, how can you, like, make that work? You lick her butt <laughs> Oh, They had this other song in the... Uh, Ian's in the, got the solution. In the style oh. of P- P.O.D. that was like, It's about time to suck on my p- now. It's about time to suck on my p- now. Uh, wow. Shat. Good times. They anyway. opened for Dillinger Escape Plan. Uh, this is how we get good ratings. <laughs> hey, man, it's a podcast, so it's if people wh- are listening, they were they fucking, they're in for They it. wanted it. They yeah. needed it. You wanted that they gin dildo. fucking <laughs> needed it. Oh. We're inside of them. Speaking of which, I just want to call out whoever here at the radio station feels like bringing up a bag full of dog shit and leaving it in the fucking fridge in, like, the office for it to, like, fester and mold, and then when I open- Wait, what? When I open, not literally, oh. but when I <laughs> when I open the fridge door, it like hits me in the face with just this nastiest ass, rankest. Clean up your fucking food, man. It's literally made me gag. Yeah, hot Kyle. And then when I opened up the fridge to grab a lovely beverage, my beverage that's sitting in front of me smells like that. That's how fucking bad it is. Stop. Clean your. Sh- Dude, Max... Where adult depends for your lunch. Max pooped in the fridge. I don't know who it it was. It straight up happened. Anyway, Mm. speaking of uh, uh, continuing on these last few weeks of defecation after the napalm death (laughs) pooping the pants thing slash barfing off the balcony thing, this week at Machine Head, which was an awesome show. It was great, man. uh, Super packed. Played like two hours, right? At Numo's, yeah. Straight. They didn't... 
really take any intermissions or anything. They kind of no. just like they would play. They would stop and talk for a second, you know, catch their breath, and then they they didn't never walked off. Yeah, yeah Rob Rob Flynn did a did a little bit of an acoustic thing about halfway through to kind of <laughs> let his dudes chill. Yeah, for a minute and kind of like tone it back for a second, let everybody hang out. But it was still entertainment on the stage for two hours. Yeah, straight. someone was doing something. Yeah. Were anyway. you entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> so, anyway, the original reason we even brought this up, and I didn't witness this, but Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan, I, you always witness the weird shit. You want me to tell a story? Yeah, I'll, I'll man. tell a story. Okay. I'm so, not going to pretend I know. So, I was standing there uh, talking to a friend of mine that, that works down there, and he was, he was working the podium, checking the stamps, and a fan had another fan by the neck. So where exactly were they? In, in Numos, if you know where you're at, where it, you can visualize it. Just, just on the way on the way as you walk like into, into the, the ven- main door. Into the main area. Like after you've walked in the venue, but into the main room. In, yeah, into okay. the main the stage The guy that's area. like checking your wrist stamp. Yeah, totally, totally. So we're just having a conversation, and one fan pulls another fan out, and he's got him by the scruff of the neck, and the guy is just hella drunk, and he shoves him into my buddy Tony's face, and he just goes, this guy just pissed on a dude. You need to uh. deal with this. And Tony just kind of got a look on his face as anybody would rightly like, get up. what? Like, yeah, just trying to process, and the guy, the drunk guy just goes, yep, I peed on a guy. Take me away. Take me away. <laughs> just... Take me no, away, Sheriff. No shame, nothing. So they drag him out. Not a minute later, this guy comes storming out of the venue. Just his whole leg was just wet. And Aww, the guy looked bummed out dude. and confused and pissed and just well, literally yeah. pissed, I guess. Imagine standing there, you're watching the show, and it's gotta take a good well, two that, or three seconds to realize you're getting fucking pissed well, off. And that's the thing, the show hadn't even started yet. Nobody had played anything yet. So the guy was standing there waiting for the music to start, and this drunk dude was just like Unleashing on his right. So the leg. okay, what's the logic involved there? So it's got to be something along the lines of uh, normally I would get it if it was like I'm standing in a sold out venue and I have a great place to stand right now. I'm hella drunk and I don't want to walk away from the show. I'm just gonna piss on this dude and see if I can get away with it. <laughs> but no one was playing. I'm gonna piss on you. <laughs> and I mean, trip, trip, trip. I'm sure he could. I'll pee on. And I'm sure the guy could have gotten back to where he was at that point. Like it wouldn't have right. been that big a you deal. Just, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, maybe, I'm peeing maybe on he him. was just like had Take a bad day and he was like, you know what? I've had enough of life. <laughs> Screw womp, this womp. one guy standing next to me. Uh, I I feel I feel like that's something you can do and get away with when you're really old. But it, how was this guy like in oh, his thirties or something? I'm gonna have to, yeah, yeah, like late thirties. We should find him 30s. out. Find, let's find him. And then let's set like hire him to go into the pit and piss on people we don't like. <laughs> Think we could get away with that? <laughs> the mad pisser. Yeah, we could probably get Max Long to do that at some point. <laughs> I guarantee you could get Max Long to do that. Get him in. If you one show you could get away with that at Guar. Guar, totally. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, did you just pee on me? Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, Are you sh- nah. There's like blood cannons and shit. <laughs> nah, man. That's my uh, that's my cuttlefish. Yeah, you you got you got <laughs> hit by the cuttlefish, bro. Uh, well, you know something that was kind of uh, a, a topic of interest this week. It seemed to be everywhere, and I thought of you, Ian, about this because uh-oh. you talked about recently on the podcast how you're colorblind, and there was that. F- 
fucking oh. stupid ass dress debate. Like, oh, dude, what I, color is the dress? That so, bummed me out so bad. When I heard, when I saw that, I just thought of Ian. I was like, how bad is he going to rant on the podcast <laughs> about this? Because is it news to people <laughs> that that people have different spectrums of vision? Like, like I can't. I'm under no under. I don't fucking okay. falsely think. Let me. That okay. I see the same vi- same colors oh! as someone else. So here's the first thing that pissed me off about that whole thing is that the same day that that went down, the FCC voted for net neutrality, mm-hmm. which should have been the fucking story, right? That right. should have been the fucking Absolutely, story. yeah. Because you made it so that now Verizon, Comcast, or whatever, they're going to make it so they're not able to charge you more for higher speed to access or access to certain websites. Yeah. Which we, like... It'd be like you had to pay more to have fast access to Facebook. Yeah. Because everyone uses Facebook. It's that kind of, So they voted that down. And instead of that, everyone talking about that and why that shouldn't happen, you know, that should never, ever happen. And uh, a fucking dress pops up and everyone's <laughs> like, what color is a dress? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> And it's not like it was uh, a few people here and there, like a comment. Or... Every single fucking person I knew. It blew up the goddamn internets. It was really stupid. Is this dress white and gold or is it blue? It fuck you. That's what fucking color it is. Beyond that, it changed for me as the days went on, and I couldn't stop fucking seeing it because everybody was posting about it. Uh, yeah. I just... Only in America, dude. Where are some dumb motherfuckers are in this everywhere? Just fuck. Oh. Anyway, and the other well, thing that's is... that's what I was hoping for. And also, I am colorblind Got as it. Shit. So every time I say, yeah, I'm colorblind, and it's usually a girl, she goes, Oh my god, what do you mean you're colorblind? Does that mean you can't see colors? Yeah, bitch, I see in black and white. <laughs> I see in black and white. Uh, I live in a 50s fucking sitcom. <laughs> no, I see in color. Everything's just a little different. It Can just, you not just, imagine that? Like... It's just red green. You can't tell the right. difference. Right. Okay. So let me give you a, f- a couple examples. Like you remember when you're back in school, high school, or whatever, elementary school, and you have that brown chocolate milk carton. Mm. Yeah. That was definitely bright green for me. Hmm. Uh, I can't see the bottom stop sign on a red, yellow, wa- a green. It's just white. I can't see that. I can't see the color pink, especially if it's light pink. You could give me a light pink shirt, and I would think it was white, and I'd probably wear it and walk around. As color no. as colorblind as you are, I guarantee. If you took a look, look at a nice nug of weed, you could tell us exactly what colors <laughs> I know what that were in is. there. <laughs> Touche. Anyway, it's just the kind of thing of like, yeah, uh, believe it or not, people see things differently. Shocking. Wow. Really? Step outside your little world, man. I just thought it was so dumb how people were like, the the t- the fucking dress is blue. God damn it! Like there's this like, definitive answer. Like you were ass for not for seeing it different. I I feel like that is a Shut perfect. Example of like if there was anything ever actually important going on in the world, all anyone would ever have to do to cover that shit up easily from the entire like the entire internet population is do some dumb shit like that. <laughs> so it makes me wonder like terrorist strikes. What is it that we yeah? What is it that we're being distracted? I think from ISIS when? planted it. <sighs> like whatever's trending on Twitter, stress. that's all a conspiracy. I swear to God. Anyway, we could dive real deep down the rabbit Ian's hole. Ian's going hammer time on this. <laughs> Uh, I guess probably before it's too late, we should uh, probably just go talk about some metal news. Metal news. That's what we're here for. With Kurt Loader. Hi, I'm (laughs) Kurt Loader. This just in. Madonna fell down the stairs last week. Kennedy. Remember Kennedy from MTV? 
Yeah. She was hot, but she was a Republican. Remember Jesse? Hey, I'm Jesse. Jesse. He actually he uh, he works at a pet store in in L.A. now. I looked him up right. on Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> good. Let's go visit him. That's and buy what a former VJs are up to hey, these I'm days. Jesse, you're watching TRL. But <laughs> Ian Robinson, that guy was pretty badass. He used to always rock metal, and he owns his own like <laughs> indie comic company. So he's actually doing cool shit. Whereas Jesse did a lot of drugs. <laughs> and, and hamsters. And Dave Holmes is the host of Dinner and a Movie on FX. <laughs> hey, man. Somebody's got to watch Spider-Man 1. Remember Matt Pinfield? That guy knew so much goddamn about music. Mm. Yeah, he sh- he has a he, he has like a radio show or Encyclopedic. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, he has a podcast, too. Yeah. He we, gets paid still. Because he actually has a fucking set of knowledge. But we're not here to talk about other people's podcasts. We're here to podcast. We're anyway, so meta. News. Uh, sep- <laughs> Stop fucking every time you say that, it creeps me out. Se- <laughs> Septic Flesh, those guys were supposed to come here last year, but they had to cancel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone yeah. did something. Or- no, no. It was one of the, one of them was having a kid. Yeah. In- oh, no. His mom died. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what, what it was. was. He was like, my mom's dying. And that's remember when we were like, okay, the one excuse you get. Yeah, yeah. My mom's dying. Okay. You you get the ultimate pass. So, but they're coming back to town to make up for it. It's going to be Septic Flesh, Moon Spell, and Death Stars uh, for the Conquerors of the World 3 tour. They are going to be supporting the new album Titan. And by that, I mean Septic Flesh. They're going to be in Seattle May 4th at Studio 7. Hmm. There will probably be like nine local bands on it. <laughs> but it's going to be a good show. Okay. Right on. Hella medals. Uh, so dudes from Megadeth recently quit. Uh, they Sean Drover and Chris Broderick being <laughs> the two dudes that left the Megadeth camp. They seem to have an ever-revolving lineup that is Megadeth, except for, of course, Dave Mustaine and Dave Ellefson. Right. But uh, they're now going to uh, be in a band called... What is it? Uh, Act, Act of, of Defiance. Defiance. Yeah, it's a uh, dude from Scar the Martyr. Henry Derrick is going to be on vocals, and uh, Matt, Matt from Bish- Shadows Fall. Matt Bashond on bass, and they uh, they just signed to Metal Blade Records, so should be pretty cool. Dude, you know it's a thing when you sign to Metal Blade Records without even having any music out. But here's a teaser of some of it. Didn't take him long to write it. It's produced by Zeus. This is the first I've heard this. got about a minute left. You want to just play it? Sounds heavier than anything Megadeth has done in years. Maybe they were defying Dave. Act of defiance against Dave. I wonder if these were going to be Megadeth riffs. Could be. Pretty ripping. No stained mud shovel. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not in 1998. Thank God. Uh, If the new Megadeth record sounded like this, I'd be pumped. Kind of waiting for it to go somewhere. Waiting for the singies. Waiting to be disappointed. Oh, all right. Crashy. 
Act of Defiance. They're already on Metal Blade Records, man. Yeah. So, something to think about. Wouldn't it be hysterical if they had just joined Metallica as additional members? <laughs> <laughs> and Metallica's like, we don't need these guys, but uh, we're just going to add them on to their band. you. We're going to hire them anyway. Uh, or they just start a band called Metalla Death. <laughs> God damn it. I'd be okay with that. It'd be entertaining. I'd go see that. Uh, when I was a kid and Napster was out, uh, we used to download music videos a lot, and it would be a lot of like hip hop. And we used to download a lot of like fastest like freestyling videos and stuff. Yeah. And we used to listen to a lot of Buster Rhymes because he would just. My flip mode squad is dangerous. We so dangerous. We so dangerous. My whole entire metal shop is dangerous. There you go. Anyway, Archfire just posted a. A vocal playthrough. Oh, shit. I've never seen one because it's always, you know, like drum cam footage yeah. or yeah. like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like a split screen of a dude playing a new song with like one hand on one side and one hand on the other side. So if you wanted to, you could, you know, potentially learn how to play it or whatever. I, <laughs> Ryan, you should learn how to sing this. This is interesting. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you can learn like how to do this. up on his lips. Hey, if you could learn how to do this, I'll give you a 200 bucks. Deal. You think you could? I I think I could suffer. I th I think I could suck at it. I if you can do it along with this, I'll give you two hundred bucks. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're like, is my time worth that much? Or yeah, probably not. <laughs> It'd probably take you hell long to do it. Here's a uh, arch arch arc spire, fathom infinite depth. <laughs> See? <laughs> He's like the twister of death metal. Exactly. Uh, I bet if you looked at the lyrics to this thing, it'd be like a essay, dude. Oh, yeah. I uh, just went through them when I was tracking this out. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, that's wild. Check that. Ryan, can you post? I think I already did. Yeah, that's on the Metal Shop Facebook page right now. Hmm. So uh, what's up with Sanctuary, man? They uh, Did they just kind of uh, get rid of the dude? Well, remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about how... Uh, Brad Hull will kind of just disappear and then yeah. show back up right From before the fourth century. I wonder if they were kind of like, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really feeling that. Uh, Lenny Rutledge commented that Brad Hull has recently parted ways with Sanctuary. We're excited to welcome Nick Cordell from Arch Enemy and Arsis to the Sanctuary team. So this is interesting. So Nick Cordell from Arch Enemy joins Sanctuary, and Jeff Loomis from Nevermore joins Arch Enemy. Boom! What the fuck? It's a switch. It's a zigzag. Ooh. Tag out. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Um, that's a good question. I know that... Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. There was a really good local guitar player that was trying to do it, too, but apparently that didn't happen, so... Yeah, Ryan didn't make the cut. <laughs> Unless, Ryan, you should apply to be the new Megadeth guitar player. I still think you should do that. <laughs> you could totally get along with it. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well. Whatever you say, Dave. He's so awkward. <laughs> Arch Enemy just posted a video with Jeff Loomis, uh, one of their first official... It's, it wasn't, like, live audio, but... Uh, him ripping it up, man, in there with Arch Enemy. That's uh, awesome. And as we confirmed a couple weeks ago or last week, he's going to be writing for their new record. So look for the new Arch Enemy record probably next year, maybe a year after that. That dude has a cool life. <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, he's like, well, I sold my soul to the devil, so I better have a good one. You know, I 
I like that. I like the idea that Arch Enemy will be putting out a new record, like some something kind of fresh, you know, in a complete different, in a new direction, you know, exploring some new stuff. Right. Well, I mean, Jeff Loomis doesn't. We were talking about. <clears throat> we were wondering whether or not Gary Holt from Exodus would have a lot of input right. on the Slayer record. But thing is, Gary Holt is still in Exodus. Jeff Loomis doesn't have any other bands, so I'm sure he's going to be putting a lot of focus on it. And I wonder how. How much it's going to be shaped by his guitar playing? I mean, well, I mean, having a guy like that in your band and not letting him write is is kind of a it's it's kind of a waste. It's like why are you? Yeah, it's kind of like when Marilyn Manson wasn't letting John Five write any leads. Right. You have like one of the best guitar studio guitarists in the industry in your band, and you're paying him a, an absurd amount of money Probably. to play in your band. And you let the not, man rip. Yeah, let the dude do what you're paying him to do. It's yeah, it's like when they were talking about a dude from Anthrax when they, you know, he just left to join Volbeat and he was like, "Yeah, they wouldn't let me write any songs." They just said, "Play the fucking riff. Play the lead." Yeah. You know how much money we're paying you. So he was like, "Okay, I'll go play in Volbeat. Eat this hamburger and write a fucking riff." <laughs> Bitch. Wait, don't write a riff. Just play this riff I wrote. Uh, Suicide Silence, a mirror tour came through Seattle. I definitely, I definitely didn't watch a mirror, but I did come just in time to watch Suicide Silence, and they were sweet. But a mirror, interesting news about them. Uh, interesting. Uh, just last week, here's the statement from Frankie Palmieri. Frankie, I want to see you. Hey, Colorado, it's Frankie here. It's with a heavy heart. I must inform you. It's with a heavy heart, I must inform you, a mule will not be performing at the Aggie Theater in Fort Collins tonight. Is that your Frankie voice? I experienced a major tear in my vocal cords, <laughs> and my only chance in finishing the tour is to sacrifice getting to see all of our supporters tonight. And I just turned into, like, some from East Coast to f***ing JFK. I guarantee this is why he b- broke his vocal cord. I'm already he was out- yelling, I want to see you suck his <laughs> Yeah. We love you all. This does not put brakes on our current or future obligations, but I am human. These things happen. F***ing Van Flip. <laughs> Hashtag. I mean, they, they couldn't get somebody else to yell like a child for one night? Probably. I'm sure they did. I, I Thing is, is like, every night you miss on tour, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Especially on a package like that, where I'm sure they're probably, you know, they're doing well. I'm sure they're selling out. Most most of it. Oh, they're selling out indeed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever heard about this guy, Vincent Castiglia? Uh, not until really just now. Well, I'm looking at his artwork. It's really awesome. Uh, he is star- He's a an artist, a painter, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of metal covers. It doesn't say who he's worked for. Can Ryan? Can you look that up real quick? I, Do you have a? Comp- you don't have a. Can use the chip in your brain or something. <laughs> Right. Let me take a look. Okay, see if you can find out which other metal records he's done. The reason I find this interesting is that he's uh, crowdfunding a documentary about his art. Uh, they're going to be doing a, an official biopic about about Vincent Castiglia called Bloodlines, The Art and Life of Vincent Castiglia. Something that you need to know about uh, this painter that makes him unique is that uh, he uses his paintings and the paint that he uses is mixed in with his own blood. So he's using his own blood to create paintings in human blood. Friggin' metal as hell. Exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, that author in Russia who uh, just completed his own autobiography and backed his his uh, hard hardback novel in his own skin. Damn. So yeah, it's 
pretty f***ing metal, to say well, the least. Well, you know, I'm I'm really excited about this because I feel like the... Wow, oh my god, dude, the, look at these. Well, the, the art in metal is it's, it's such a huge part of the whole picture, and a lot of the people that create all the artwork, all these awesome album covers that we've all grown to love, they really don't get a lot much of a spotlight. It just doesn't isn't something that a lot of people talk about. They just say, oh, wow, that's a really sick album cover, and then they just kind of move right. past it. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of cool to get a chance to kind of see what goes see on how behind. see Yeah, see you what goes like, on behind the scenes. All right, I need to just let out a little bit of bread here real quick. So I, I uh, pulled up some info on him, and it says that his first solo exhibition was at the artist H.R. Geiger's Museum in Switzerland. Hell yeah. And uh, some of this stuff he's done has ranged from doing the cover of the debut release by Triptychon, Esperista, Esperiteras, I'm not even going to say that. Diamonds by Triptychon in 2010. He also did a portrait of comedian Margaret Cho. Really? Yeah. In blood. So she must have been stoked on how metal that was. I kind of want an, a piece of art by this guy now. Yeah, it's pretty epic. It's kind of like a bucket list thing. He uh, looks pretty scary, too. Yeah, he does. He looks like a ripped as shit, uh What's that satanic-ass dude? Like the Anton LaVey. Yeah, Anton LaVey. He looks like a ripped... Anton LaVey. Like if Anton LaVey was a UFC fighter. So he can afford the blood. He'll, just, yeah. he'll just crank out some new blood tomorrow. Uh, you guys play Guitar Hero? I did that, a while back. That game gives me a headache. Straight up. Can't do it. It's funny that you're like an incredible guitarist, but that game just <laughs> pisses you off. Five buttons. I can't do this. Like, bing, 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 like bing. here's... I hear stuff and my hands try yeah, go to where things you. are supposed to be and there's just like an effing button nowhere near. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is like there was uh, Guitar Hero kind of gave up and then Rock rock Band kept going. The cool thing about Rock Band is that I used to get weekly updates about like there'd be like 20 different like extremely underground metal bands that had been like transcribed into Rock Band. So you could be playing along to like Emperor on Rock Band. It was, you know dumb, you know, but still kind of cool the fact that, you know, they're still giving it credence. Anyway, if you gave a shit about any of that, you might be happy to know that Rock Band might be coming back, and I also heard this week that Guitar Hero might be coming back. The thing that I thought was the coolest that ri rose out of the ashes of that is that a, a video game uh, creators responded to the death of both of those industries by creating an actual fucking guitar Damn. that they would sell that actually had six strings that you would plug into your Xbox so you actually had a real guitar, and, and they would actually teach you how to play songs yeah, instead of just playing Rocksmith. five But Yeah. And, and then they took it a step further, and they ditched the controller, so you could just plug your own freaking guitar That's, into the yeah. thing, which is, which is just... That's awesome. Awesome. That's the way it yeah. should have been from the get-go, in my opinion. Because if you had... Think about it. If, if when Guitar Hero and Rock Band blew up, if you could have just had a real guitar, think about how many f***ing people would be ripping at guitar, you know, just because they're like, I'm 11 years old and it's I have 14 right. hours a day to just sit here and fucking play this game. And then by the time you're like, realized you just beat a game, you're a fucking maestro at a real guitar. Yeah. Damn. So that would, you know, that would be awesome. That's what I want to see. People would really be beating Dragon Force on X. Yeah, they'd be like, be, awesome. be like, yeah, fuck you, Herman Lee. Watch this. You know what I mean? So Totally. Fuck, man. I'm, uh... 
Right now, breaking news in the UFC world, Ronda Rousey beat Kat Singano in 14 seconds Whoa! of the main event of uh, UFC 148. He goes, let me get that paycheck real quick. Ronda Rousey is the f***ing She's a babe, and she <laughs> kicks so much ass. She's... Um, what happened? It was there like a gif or a video? That no, you there's see no video or... yet, but apparently she whipped her ass. It just and says she's, breaking news. She's famous for breaking bitches' arms, like with her arm bar. So, oh, yeah. Geez. So she she's ruthless. That's gnar. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Good job. 14 seconds. That kicks ass. So it's did... just like I'm here. To, I'm here, and I'm gone. Exactly. She's legitimately like the biggest thing in UFC right now. So that's cool rules. to see a female do Hell that. Yeah. Sucks to be on the other end of that. <laughs> But the thing is, is it's they're finding it really difficult to find women to really like place her up against because right. she's so hardcore and so badass that you women's MMA is is still kind of a fringe thing. Right. It, it was only two People years have ago. Been frowning on it. Yeah. That Dana White was like, "No, that'll never happen." And the only reason he said in interviews that they've allowed it is because they had Ronda Rousey. Uh, she was originally in Strike Force, and she was such a dominant fighter, and they bought Strike Force, so she went over to UFC, and uh, that was really the story of 2014 was like a women's MMA becoming like this thing Ooh, yeah, started I saw that. as a fringe. I saw that girl's ear get Ooh, ripped off yeah. too. So Ooh. now it's like... Uh, They're not f***ing around. It's gone from being this kind of like, uh, is this going to really work to now like being the main event at fights? And so, you know... And now I feel like the next step is is like, are they going to pit her up against a guy? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know if they I would... I don't know because, if I want to see that, Right, man. well the thing is, is like... If she's so badass that she can't fight uh, any other women because there's no one that can even hold a torch to her. That'd be interesting to see. You know, the... you know line her up against the fucking, what's her weight class, you know? Find yeah. somebody in her weight class and see, you know. But I feel like that would be the next logical move. Kind of controversial, obviously. Just, oh my God. Uh, the thing because is, imagine like, if, if she the wins, dude just knocked her the fuck out. Yeah, and... if she wins, that's awesome and it would be a good clip. But like, if she got the kicked out of her imagine the outcry it against ufc terrible, yeah. how awkward that would be yeah how awful and it would, and just it would be... never happen again yeah that would be f***ed. so, so. and, the, and eh. whoever they pitted her against if he ended up beating her right both you know literally you know the uh his his career's done like that's it well maybe i mean it, it, it's it's the kind of thing where you have to realize that gender in that situation is the one thing that has to go out the window You've got yeah. two fighters in that situation. Speaking of uh, of MMA fighting this week, they announced that uh, a kind of, in kind of a freak show fight. So Bellator is the competition of UFC. Bellator is owned by Viacom. <laughs> They're on Spike TV, and they do more of the like freak show fights. So for instance, they had they have Tito Ortiz, and he's like forty. He's like they're going against their championship champion. So they kind of do the washed up or like freak fights. This week they announced. Uh, Kimbo Slice versus a 51-year-old Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock, I saw that. That's fucking crazy. How old is Kimbo Slice? Uh, he's got to be old, He's got to be in his he late 30s, old as He looks like a ripped as hell Rick Ross. Yeah. I, dude, I would be fucking terrified of both of those yeah. guys. Still. So, R Ken Shamrock is not only doing that, but he's also fighting in a bare-knuckle boxing match in UFC. Wow. Or, I'm sorry, in the UK. So, he's doing bare-knuckle boxing. He's still fucking people up. Yeah, he's... I remember watching Ken Shamrock on the WWF. Yeah. And he's, uh, I actually listened to an interview with him recently. He does tactical, um, he's a security guard, so he does like tactical security in, in Las Vegas. Oh, you're like, oh, Ken Shamrock's my bodyguard. Yeah. I feel pretty good right now. He knows how to take people down and, and shoot them in the face. Uh, speaking of huge dudes who probably aren't very happy right now, <laughs> and Zach Wilde's got to be pissed because somebody went and fing 
desecrated Dimebag Daryl's grave. F***ing assholes. Uh, was that today or like this week? It had to have been this week. I saw the news all over my feed this today, just today. Okay, so it must have been today or yesterday. And we record this on Saturday, so you know, wherever you happen to be. There's a band called Nuclear Hellfrost that, you know, are self-proclaimed Pantera haters, dime haters, uh, claim that Pantera are a bunch of racist f***ing hillbillies and rednecks or whatever. And, you know, who knows? But they're one of the most influential f***ing bands in heavy metal. Dimebag is dead, had his life stolen from him. And these guys, you know, obviously, I'm just giving them all of the leeway in the world, which isn't fair, because those guys, Pantera is an awesome band. Those guys yeah. are real, real down They're to They're legends. Earth. Exactly. And these fucking metalcore fruits can suck my goddamn Fuck off. You're not metal. And another thing, you're just fucking assholes. Like, There's I a- get it. You don't like Pantera. You know, uh, I went through and read a bunch of the comments that the Pantera fans were posting on this band's webpage. Yeah, they're the, having it. <laughs> there there was there was one that really kind of stood out. Some guy said, "Man, I'm going to find out where their ne- when their next show is and I'm going to jump on stage and shoot them." Uh Damn. And the thing is though that uh, uh you yeah. I, I you kinda, need to be worried about that. I, I kind of feel uh, it's kind of one of those I I hope the guy gets what he actually just Sad. Well, here the thing is, is that they, as a band or whatever, posted it on their f-ing Facebook pages with their r- names, you know, and their pictures. And uh, you, yeah, you, it's up on their Instagram. The internet accounts. in 2015. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it, one of the pictures from their Facebook page is one of their dudes pissing on a mural of Dimebag, and they're both flipping him the bird at the same time. Wouldn't this be the best way to get, uh, to get to? F- over like a band that you were just you just quit or just broke up with, right? Like they they fire you from the band, but you still have all access to all their Instagram and Facebook. So you just blame it on the band, and then they die. Right. Well, here's the thing that uh, <laughs> the band has released a statement claiming that any wrongdoing was committed solely by their former lead singer oh, Reese God. Eber is his name. Uh, new ev- evidence suggests that, at the very least, the rest of the band shares the anti-dime sentiments, as I mentioned that uh, dime bag memorial mural photo. And then these guys, uh, in a little photo, or like a screenshot of their Facebook page, is saying, Dime had it coming. We hijacked. Hashtag dime bag deserved it on Instagram. Ha ha ha. That cemetery has exceptional landscaping. Ha, uh, you wasted your time going out of your way to take a picture. That rules. I hope you went to Six Flags while you were there. Uh, and he, and this dude goes, this was on our tour in summer when we played in Dallas. Definitely worth it. So uh, I'm just going to say I wouldn't do anything violent, but I know that there's a lot of crazy Pantera fans out there. And not only that, but there's a lot of Pantera fans yeah. out there. So, you know, the percentage of crazy ones is way higher. So that band? Than normal. Has a f***ing... Bullseye. Yeah, Nuclear Hellfrost is the name of the band. They will never be able to play a show unless they change their names, change their fucking identities. You know, just join the Witness fucking protection program because you've got a hit on you from the metal community. Right, so here's the thing. Krusty Plague is the dude's name on uh, Twitter. <laughs> or, Sounds about right. Or Instagram. And here's what the guy says. I hate Pantera with a passion, and so does the rest of my band. So on tour going through Texas, we, we paid douchebag Daryl a visit. We spit on his grave, stole a pair of cowboy boots, and I wrote fag on his grave. I'm not a homophobe, but I hope all the Pantura fans see this and sh** themselves with anger. F*** Dimebag, 
bunch of racist hillbillies. So, Pantera's reaction. We're absolutely disgusted by this. We ask that all of you please show Dime and his grave the respect he deserves. This conduct would not be tolerated, and the authorities have been notified because it's a f***ing felony. So good luck with that, because you just outed yourself, genius. You dickbags. It's kind of like they went and robbed a bank and then drove right to a cop station and was like, Hey, we're the guys that, that robbed the bank. Right, so, uh, you know, there's a picture of Dime on his, you know, grave, and at the bottom of it there's a little, you know, razor, which was the necklace, you know, whatever. And, you know, the whole dime bag Daryl thing. And so the guy wrote over it in white paint and then scratched in fag on it. So so I recently heard this, like, uh, story. They were talking about how it was, like, years and years and years ago in a third world country where if you were caught doing something really f***ed up, like a felony, then they would have this man who would not ju- – he wouldn't, like, kill you. He wouldn't cut your head off. But he had all these f***ed up STDs. Whoa. And he would f*** you in the ass. And like rape you with all these STDs, so that's what ha- needs to happen to these motherfuckers. You got STD asked. Oh, <laughs> Ryan's like, just uh, like, God damn it! It's a whole new level of reality, oh. dude. All right, moving on. I don't even know about that. He just oh. altered my altar, desecrating my I'll shrine. Alter your altar. Uh, fucking Spock died, man. Uh, Rest in peace, sucks. man. Leonard Nimoy, awesome guy. Uh, you know, I don't really know if he ever really starred in many other roles. Other than Spock, because... He was in Transformers, dude. He was the voice of one of the Transformers. Okay, yeah. that's cool. In the Transformers movies from the 80s. Uh, but he that kicked was ass as Spock, and Spock was my favorite part about Star Trek. Of course. I, I grew up with Star Trek, um, the older ones. Oh, they used to be on reruns when I was young. Yeah. And, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams recently made those new Star Trek movies, and he played... And he was in those, too. Yeah, he, he was in or those. The first one, at least. Those was, were awesome. Yeah. It was cool to see him uh, revitalized. In the movies, at least, and he looked healthy in that. So, well, he passed away this week <clears throat> at age 83 and uh, blamed it on smoking. He had quit smoking, you know, decades ago, but at the end, he because he had lung cancer and emphysema, and so he knew that it was because he smoked for the majority of his life. So he became an anti-smoking kind of advocate after that. But uh, a lot of metal uh, celebrities reacted to the death of Leonard, uh, Leonard Nimoy this week. Uh, we'll read off a few of them. Scott Ian says, Hero, R.I.P. Leonard Nimoy, Spock of Star Trek, dies at 83. Devin Townsend, R.I.P. my uncle today, also Le- uh, Leonard Nimoy. So condolences to Devin also. In Flames, sad news, rest in peace, Spock. Darkest hour, Mr. Spock, you'll be missed, but your ideology will live on. Live long and prosper. prosper. You guys following along with this? Vernon Reed. Yeah. Devastating day for Star Trek and sci-fi fans. Rest in peace. Best alien ever. Sick of it all. Jeremy Safer. Otep. Valiant Thor. Zeus, the producer. Yeah. Abiotic. Mark Hunter from Chimera. Twitching Tongues. Shai Halud. Everyone has respect for Spock. Yeah. A lot of people out there, man. So I just wanted to highlight the last tweet ever by Leonard Nimoy, and this is really kind of touching. He said, a life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. And that was on the Damn. 22nd. So now i got to go rewatch Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> follow along Spock's funeral scene. We'll smoke a bowl for him and pour one out for the homie. Uh, Spock was always the best one, dude. Pointing out how fucking dumb humans are. Uh, here's an article I wanted to bring up just for one simple reason, and I want this to be one of Travis's viral rants one of these days. Okay. Bands that spell their fucking names wrong on purpose. Biscuit. Uh, I hate Stained. That. You spell your name wrong on purpose. A lot <clears throat> of them were in the new metal. 
Yeah, but genre. it still happens. Okay, so here's here's an example. Ex Tesseract vocalist Ash O'Hara resurfaces with a band called Dizian. Hmm. Dizian. Uh, How do you think it's spelled? And I'm sure you're just reading this. Uh, Spell it out. No, no, no. I, I don't have it in front of me. Really? So Dizian. 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 Spelled wrong. On purpose. Creatively and artistically. Q? D-I-Z. <laughs> I A N Dizian? Nope. D Y Z H A N. D Z Y E N. Dizian. D Z Y E N. Womp womp womp. Fucking stop! Anyway, just want to bring that up. Dumb. Spell your band name right, and if you're taking a word and spelling it wrong, your band is fucking guaranteed to suck. Stop. You get the curse of the metal gods on you. Earlier uh, this week, it was actually published by Blabbermouth that Century Media, which is an independent record label, they are one of the few huge metal labels out there. Uh, They started in Europe as a mostly black and death metal record label, and they've since kind of conquered the musical landscape as far as metal goes. They've branched out. They've done a lot of, uh, you know, like metalcore and just rock music and you know, we play a lot of their artists on Metal Shop. There's a ton of bands that we play here. Yeah, they're, um, they're huge, man. Apparently, they're looking to sell to one of three majors, Sony Music Entertainment, Warner Music Group, or Universal, which is really the only three majors that are left. Right. So, okay, there's a few ways you can look at this. Obviously, Century Media has been doing a lot of hard work, legitimately. Uh, Century Media is no victory records, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all due respect to you know the past and history and current whatever blah 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 both of those records because they work uh, for their bands. But Century Media has been diversifying, and changing, growing, evolving, uh, giving their artists fair deals, and uh, you know helping support and further metal in general. And so you can look at it as you know uh, what the fuck, Century Media, uh, you're going to hand over your catalog of artists to basically the enemy, you know. And then you can also look at it as Century Media, you are taking this uh, group of artists and elevating their exposure and uh, possibilities for touring and, and you know, financial backing and, and financial security for the future of, like, keeping these bands around. So it's probably in there somewhere in between is my hmm. guess. Yeah. It's hard to say, man. I mean, how do you guys feel about it? What if Century Media was bought by Warner Brothers or, you know, Sony? Uh, all right. Well, what do you think would change? Would anything change? I'm not sure. I, I think maybe I'm sure small things would change. I mean, obviously, whenever a smaller company gets bought out by a larger corporation, there's people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah, some things change. You know, some things are going to change. But then again, at the same time, um, in this, uh, I I've seen a couple articles on on this, and the argument that keeps coming up is Century Media hasn't really developed a stable crop. Of new bands, they they they've they they don't have you know. Whereas other labels are constantly adding new bands and like really pushing the hell out of them. I mean, really, really turning them into road dogs and really. And Century Media has kind of been snapping up like the class bands that have been around for a while and helping them put out their new stuff. And right, and the in the bands that I've seen that they have picked up that are newer bands, I I really haven't seen them getting the support that they could get. Okay. So, fair and, enough. And, and that's that's 
that's somewhat of an opinion, so don't you right. Know, Obviously, don't yeah, we don't work there, so yeah. we don't know. Yeah, but I, in but. you know, and uh, and so I I think that might have something to do with it. I mean, the longevity of a label isn't in the legacy bands. That'll keep them afloat when times are rough. The longevity of a label is based off of the new bands that... Creating a next... Yeah, the next yeah, level. Yeah, that are creating the next wave of legacy bands. I'm curious. You know. I'm curious. Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, and if it does happen, I, I... You know, we have friends there. Yeah, totally. Uh, that I would love to see continue to work there I'm, because I'm, uh, the, the connection we have with a smaller label like Century Media is... Uh, Far like I've got I've got their cell phone numbers. Yeah, and, you know and I mean? that's like, they're far more accessible than major labels, and, right? And, and they're one of those labels where I feel like anytime this show has asked them for anything, they, it's been, been it instantly just like it oh you. hell yeah yep, yeah here it. you need a physical need? copy of the yep. album we'll, we'll send, send it, to it to you yeah it's it's really so yeah we poised to lose potentially yeah because you know it doesn't. It's hard to say. It's hard to speculate because any of those record major labels that you just mentioned, I can't think of any big metal bands that are like they're not joining no. forces with a whole in you know, a rock. They'll have no. rock bands, no. but it'd be like I, uh, uh, in flames on tour with uh, Stained. See, I would have liked <laughs> Justin Bieber. That's, what? Actually, Ian's isn't that far of a stretch. These I know. Days. That's what I'm saying. Um, Seriously, you know, I uh, I I would have like liked in to flames have seen opening it. up for Nickelback. I would have loved to have seen it get absorbed into another one of the smaller labels, like Metal Blade or something like that. Like an, uh, a like bigger... Like join forces? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just kind of merge into... Well, it's one of those things, like, the top guys at Century Media are just going... They could have called it Century Blade. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, so breaking news, I guess, during this Metal Shop Backstage podcast... Dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. Has, <laughs> <laughs> it's Sports Center. Here's the guy who... Up Dimebag's gravesite. Piece Get of sh And he's getting <laughs> his nuts removed with a garden sickle. I think he got like serious in in the time that we recorded this podcast, he probably got at least oh, 85 God. death it, threats. Dude, it had one. <laughs> I think that is an incredible understatement. People showing up to his place of work. Uh, hey, this, uh... right. Well, here's the thing like, you know his name, you know his band. That's enough. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's enough to find out who this guy is. If you really care enough, you can find his f***ing address. You can find his social security number. You can find his f***ing cell phone he number. Can ruin his This life. guy's done. He's done. He's mm -hmm. already done. And the thing is, is that it, it's only been a day or two. Wait a couple more days until it finally starts to really get out there to the people who might not have immediately seen it. When Cletus gets on yeah. Facebook for the, <laughs> That's what I'm his weekly what Facebook you, visit. Goddamn Dimebag Smart. Yeah. Well, you know, Somebody's going to die, dude. The redneck jokes aside, there's some nerdy Pantera right, fans that are true. super computer savvy, and that that's the crew I'd be more terrified. That's of, and man. that's what I mean. Like uh, yeah. we live in anonymous. The, gets we live on in this. the age of yeah, <laughs> 2015. That's what I'm saying. It's just hard to say, but the guy did issue an apology. Oh, oh, it's okay then. Here's the thing: like this apology is really long, so you can tell that the guy who did this is crying, a, sad. He knows, right? But the thing is, and if if this person who's doing this is issuing such a long, like, retraction or apology, this guy's a f***ing sociopath. Enough to be like, I want all this attention, and I'm going to post my f***ing name, my handle, my band, and all of their names, and blah, 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 and then to go, 
oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm. Or what? Like, I'm sorry, guys. Then why'd you post it on social yeah, media? up. This guy is uh, going to have a, a bad, bad time. I think someone's going to rip out that uh, that nasal piercing of his and just uh, drag him around the neighborhood. Pull it like a grenade pin. His bull ring in his nose. His bull ring? Yes. All right. I mean, like, do we have the... Li- oh, okay. Are there any quotes that are even worthy of pulling out of this guy's statement? Sure. Not- I guess I said he said he's I'm not asking for forgiveness I'm not asking for sympathy I'm only attempting to express an apology that I want to reach out to the people I hurt and offended with this dumb act he uh, he says that some jokes are not funny and this is one of them he feels sorry to Vinnie Paul and the Abbott family for the distress he caused and the other members of Pantera and other acts Daryl was a part of anyways to wrap this up I hope this was read I hope at least someone will accept this and I hope for a better future for everyone oh Mm, thanks let's all hold hands before you all kick my ass here's the fucking thing like this guy means a lot to people and to the point where like Dimebag means a lot to people who never even met Dimebag and uh, to people who have knew Dimebag, they're like, I don't like. It's such a deeply insulting thing. Yeah, it's messed. Up. I don't even know how to like put it into words. Like, if somebody did that to one of my family members or a friend of mine, like, it's to the point where it's like, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. You know, yeah. what I mean? like it's- to the depths of just like, you are just. It's not like it's just a run-of-the-mill troll douchebag talking. It, posting pictures of him doing something up. It, he literally did messed up things to his grave. So right. Again, thing, thing is though, it's, it's just a piece of earth. It's just a little piece of metal. It ha- touches nothing about Dimebag. It touches nothing about his legacy or the things that he got to accomplish and the memories he helped create. So let's take that and just move forward with it. I suppose you know. And, and it makes me want to go. I want to go. Yeah, I want to go. I'll I want to go. A, I'll put a pick on this. Nuclear Hellfrost. Nuclear Hellfrost. Okay, good news. Good news. How about this? Okay. New Iron Maiden. Awesome. You know yeah. That? New Iron Maiden. They are talking about how uh, they have the new Iron Maiden record, and they're making it sound like it's done. Like it's like ready to go. Nice. Ready to launch. So they're sitting on a new Maiden record, and obviously uh, Bruce Dickinson is... Uh, is was dealing with the completion of his cancer treatment on his uh, malignant tumor on the back of his tongue, of all yeah. places. And uh, so they're waiting. And here's the quote. We've made an album. The album was ready to go this year. It still is. When I say was, we were planning on going out and doing some work around the album, which now we're all just holding on. And once Bruce is up and running, hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll you never know when this might happen. You just never know, do you? Ha, ha, ha. So once uh, once Bruce, I think, is back up and ready to go, uh, tongue cancer is obviously a big deal when you sing in a band. So once he's ready to go, they're gonna do it because Iron Maiden is a band that does it right. Uh, they know when they have a record, they got to go out on the road, tour yeah. on the record, support the record. Yeah, that's what they did for the Final Frontier. You know, and they're one of those legacy bands that's smart enough to to play a couple, play the new songs that right. they want to play, keep it fresh. And play the other songs that right. they know everybody and wants to hear. And they have so many so many songs that they get to like pick and choose. Like, yes, we have this many good songs. They break it up. I I liked it when they did a tour a couple years back and they were like, hey, we're only playing stuff off of the first three records. Cool. Like, that's what we're doing this tour. It was, it was rad. 
I, I like that they do things like that. It's it's cool. So as long as Bruce um gets it, you know, gets his health back in order, we will be seeing Maiden either in late 2015 or sometime in early 2016 at the latest, they say. So fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear of the not. An interesting music story uh, that uh, was making the rounds this week is about Devin Townsend, Heavy Devi. And uh, the way it's kind of framed is saying uh, it's a cold splash of water in the face of your music biz dreams is is the title of this. And, uh, you know, it's music. Musicians aren't necessarily making too much money these Uh, days. No. On the uh, lower end of the (laughs) Yeah, these things. are your musical slaves pretty f***ing much at this point. And maybe not. That's a strong word. That said, though, these guys are making far less money than the guy who's coming to do the plumbing in your house. Yeah, that's true. Or the guy who came to pave the road outside your f***ing apartment. Yeah. You know, uh, they're making less money than the guy who is, you know, repairing your car. You know, it. all I'm saying is that it's not a glance. It's not as rich and famous and glamorous as you might think to be a guy like Devin Townsend. To be fair, though, that's not... I mean, music isn't necessarily a trade that we need to continue on. Right, exactly, exactly. So it's not like an infrastructure thing. Maybe that's just the things that I referenced just off the top of my head. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not a blue-collar worker. He's a f***ing artist, you know? He's a musician. But, I mean, let's look at it uh, relatively. Think about uh, how music, the music industry was even 15 years ago. 15, 20 years ago, a man like uh, Devin Townsend at that point, you know, just on principle of the fact that there are actually albums physically being sold, tapes are being sold, vinyl is being sold, you're making more money. So if I would go so far as to say a guy like Devin Townsend about 15, 20 years ago putting out the amount of material, like the sheer volume right. of products that he's produced, would be a very well-off man. He, I mean, it maybe not Metallica rich, well, but right. he'd be... So the, the reason we even bring this up is because he himself, in an interview that he just did on the Music Business Facts podcast, which is, I need to go back and listen to that. I haven't heard this yet. I want to go back and hear that. Uh, during the course of this interview, he revealed how much money he makes. And he's not complaining about it either, right. which is interesting. He's just saying he can't complain. He's able to pay his bills. So here it is. He makes about five grand a month before taxes. Before taxes. Uh, sometimes, he, and this is a quote from him. Sometimes you get a bonus, but a lot of it goes back in the pot because everybody's on a salary, his band and roadies and t- his team. <laughs> uh, I get a bit more than the other guys in the band because it's called the Devin Townsend Project. Makes sense to me. So, and uh, Metal Sucks goes on to uh, iterate, uh, in case your arithmetic sucks, that works out to about 60 grand a year, plus bonuses. Uh, Devin Townsend's 42 years old. Uh, at 42, my dad made nothing, and that's just because he was working for a company that wasn't doing anything, but as years went on, you know, like, it was like, man, I need to get a good job. That's the whole f***ing point of, like, going to college and doing all this stuff, but man... Uh, Devin Townsend making sixty grand a year touring and putting out, like you said, what fifty, sixty, seventy-five songs a year. Yeah, the guy, the guy puts out on two, records. The guy puts out an average of two to three albums a year, which is ridiculous. Most bands get get one every two years, if we're lucky. Right, and he says he can't complain, so he's just he's still doing it because he loves making music. Uh, it's not making anyone rich, really, at this point. Yeah. 
And uh, music, uh, the passion for music is uh, the only reason anyone should even do it. I think we all, we we get it at this point. If you're young and going, I'm going to get rich, you need to be insanely dedicated and lucky and know the right people and just be the like conglomeration of a million different magical things. You just need to figure out different revenue streams. Right. Yeah. Got to get creative, man. Have side hustles. You know, I think, uh, I think Killer Mike said it best. It's like, man, if you think you're going to grow up and be the next P. Diddy, you're sadly mistaken because there's 20 or 30 people who are hanging out with P. Diddy and they can't be P. Diddy. Right. So it's, good luck breaking into that circle. Yeah, right? It, it's just, it's not realistic, man. Ain't no money in the music biz, at least not in heavy metal. It's true. So I guess it's official. There is no more, never more. Uh, in an interview that they did, uh, Sanctuary, that Warl Dane and bassist Jim Shepard did, they were both listed as ex-Nevermore members. We all kind of knew this, right. but that just kind of makes it official. Nevermore is donezo. Which yeah. means they can do a reunion in a couple of years. Well, because Van uh, moved on to do Ghost Ship Octavius. Yep. They were a quartet, and Jeff Loomis is doing Arch Enemy, so... Uh, I think that that's the final nail, man. That's it. Nevermore's not coming back anymore unless something really special happens or a, <laughs> a miracle happens, really. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's talk about, I mean, does anybody really care about how much money bands make? Honestly, on not tour? really. But, I, I mean, it's one of those, like, curiosity things, I guess. If we're going to talk about, you know, Devin Townsend <laughs> not making very much money. Uh, these lists they keep coming out, and I don't know who like who is compiling these. They're finding them on Polestar. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, Foo Fighters at Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, the gross sales was five point two million dollars. Damn. Ticket prices guess between two hundred fifty and sixty bucks. Jesus. Nickelback at the Montreal Ball six hundred thousand dollars. Marilyn Manson in Chicago, 122000 Machine Head in Dublin, $32,000. Uh, let's, uh, Mastodon in Dublin, $28,000 per show at a rate of 33.86. I find it really interesting that Mastodon sold was out. making less than Machine Head. At a sold-out show. At a sold-out show. Right. Because you would think that, I mean, even... I'm not. I'm well, not ticket di- prices were just yeah. more for Machine Head. I, I'm not dissing on Machine Head either. You know, I'm. Right. I'm just saying Mastodon at this point, in at least in my eyes, is is much more out there band. You know, they're getting they're getting airplay on regular during regular radio hours. They're on the tip of everybody's tongue. They were up for a Grammy. You know, they they just seem to have a little bit more attention going. But I I guess Machine Head's got the legacy behind Dude, them. Foo so. Fighters, one show, five point two. Million dollars, crazy. I could, I could live the rest of my life off of five point two million dollars. Right, and I mean that's that's gross sales, so that's not taking the cut for the venue. I'm sure right. they took a fat percentage of that. Yeah, the sales company and agents and all. That. Man, I just can't. Man, five point two million dollars. Good for you, Dave. Yay. All right. Uh, Randy Bly from uh, Lamb of God has been working on his autobiography that we are all kind of dying to read uh, since he got locked up in, in prison, you know, over there in uh, in Eastern Europe. But uh, they have a release date. It's going to be coming out July 14th. It's called Dark Days, My Tribulations and Trials. 
So if you want to read the full thing, you'll be uh, waiting till the summertime. It's going to have some good stories in it. Yeah, that's going to be one that you're going to want to like sit by the beach and have a, a little umbrella drink in your hand because it's probably going to be a little depressing. Yeah, you're going to need some happiness to yeah, go along with that exactly. one. Exactly. Little doses. <laughs> Little dose of sunshine. So, if you remember correctly, Killswitch Engage is uh, contributing to a Game of Thrones mixtape. Wow. Which is huh. kind of weird, but sweet. Um, they did a song called Loyalty, and uh, I don't know. You can listen to 40 seconds of it on there. Um, let's see. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's find out. All right. Interesting. I know Ryan. Ryan's just like, what? Nice. Rip's all right. You like it? That's for uh, House Martell. I haven't read the book, so I don't know what that means. But I definitely can see that being a part of a uh, a Game of Thrones kind of concept. See, I always thought Game of Thrones was like like had that medieval kind of vibe. Yeah. If I heard a metal song in a Game of Thrones thing, I'd go, what? I would go, what? And then I would go, what else you got? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I, else can you serve up? I don't know. I was I was kind of digging it, but mostly I was picturing just like epic sword fights and dragons yeah. and stuff. Just I like think into that at like, that point, yeah, all right. That's some backstabbing music right there. Somebody yeah. just got iced, and everyone's like, "No." Anyway, that's the music video, point. the knife's all slow motion, yeah, just, and the blood uh, just like drips squirting off, squirting up. <laughs> anyway, good times, man. Good times, great oldies. I used to work for that radio station. Now that we've all heard the news for the week, it's time for us to get a little bit more, I don't know, artistic, a little bit more sensitive, to bring the tone down a bit and enter the metal shop lounge. This week, Ian will be reciting the lyrics for Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio mm. of a band called Ain't <laughs> You're a fucking c- off of, what was it, 40 more? 40 more reasons to hate us. Perfect. You're a f***ing c***. Ian, take it away. You're f***ing annoying, and your band f***ing sucks. <laughs> your boyfriend's an idiot, and you're a f***ing c***. You think you're so important and want everyone to suck up. I hope you OD and die real soon, because you're a f***ing c***. Ironic. 15-year-old kids don't care about animals and women's rights, but you force it down their throats. Because <laughs> you're a f***ing c***. Your writing's about as interesting as an alien's funts. I hope you die. Because you're a f***ing c***. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. God damn. Sorry, Mom. So this week, in our weird transition, <laughs> we're going to throw it to... The audio of us actually <laughs> getting approved to do Metal Shop at 10 from the men's room Give this me past our week. Give me pizza. Give me my pizza. During TV time with Ted. So let's go back to the men's room on Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Peace out, bitch. See you later, Tim. Here's the deal. A pizza just showed up at the front desk and it said it was from Metal Shop. Get you know, it. Metal Shop, Saturdays. Get it. Late. Get it. Right. They're not here. So I'm going to go grab that pizza. 
What the hell? Grab some pizza. We'll eat it. I'll, I'll I don't know who, Look, who man, thinks metal we, shops on on a Wednesday. We, t- we, t- we, t- we, t- we talked about this earlier. If you're going to put free food anywhere in this building, right. we're going to scope it and we're going to eat it. Just just tell them, tell them to send a pizza back here. Did right. the delivery guy already leave or do we I'll still have it? No, no, it's right there. I'll get All it. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Carry on, so, Ted. So they're still having sex in the car. Uh, All right. You don't so mind if we eat some delicious pizza during your segment, right. do you? So it doesn't just stop there. So then on the way home, I see uh, like a group of people kind of coming down a different street. And the guy's kind of staggering a little bit. And the girl just grabs them and, like, pulls them around a corner and starts making out with them. And I was like, wow. You yeah. should have hung out there, man. Too bad you don't smoke. You should have just hung outside. Like, clearly this is just happening to And people. these were five blocks apart. So, I mean, I don't know what was going on last night. You know? It's a things. good stretch of road. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was get, get, <laughs> getting in. And, yeah. Getting some. <laughs> right? They were homeless. Nah, I don't think any of them were homeless. It was a oh, crazy. Oh, God almighty. What, what are you guys doing here? What are you... Are we, I think oh, so you have uh, something that belongs to us. No, no that's not true. This is our pizza. We you see have... this pizza? This is ours. Oh, this says this... metal shop oh, right. on it. Yeah, we no, know, yeah. but metal you guys shop. aren't on. We thought that it's got to run. Like someone was being nice and sending the. We didn't even see that. You guys we... get all the beer you want. Mm. You got to take yeah, the pizza you guys too. Get everything. Come on. We I got intercepted, guys. It's our anniversary <laughs> pizza. Right? Good job, Ben. There's two of them. All right. Ben came in and we're like, just be covert and grab it, dude. No one's gonna know. They're not gonna know. We're not gonna tell you. I came around the corner and they're like both standing. I'm like, oh no. What kind of pizza is it, by the way? Uh, uh, it's a pork paradise. So pizza. I'm assuming that you had this uh, pizza delivered here at this time, so you could come in and uh, and whatever you're doing. It well, interrupt yeah, my TV segment, and it worked perfectly. Okay, yeah. good to see you too, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. I guess, but I want my pizza back. Uh, we've had a few days off, so what, what the hell do you want? Well, uh, yeah, we're not having you. You came right, in to okay, reclaim. We wanted your pizza. to eat our pizza, so here for, and I think we got it. I don't yeah, want so, the goddamn pizza. So, okay. Sorry, can we have a piece of it? I mean, uh, it's, it's like we get one pair of pi- one pizza every five years. This is yeah, that's this is our anniversary. Oh, is our anniversary right. five yeah. pizza. Now I feel bad about almost eating. It. No, it's I don't the either. one thing we get from Hair Club. We kind of thought that. Hey, that was did, our, what is uh, going on with your your ten o'clock thing? It's like it's still the Twitter thing's still going on. Right, metal shop at ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's been yeah. going pretty well, man. You're fighting a good fight, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, I know the Twitter's going well, but how does that translate to you being on it? Like. People seem to be behind it, but I'm saying, well, you guys be on a ten. Like people tell us to shut up, and we don't. You know, I think a lot it's of our ten year anniversary, by the way. We oh, did not okay. get a pizza. Sorry. You know what? That's a good effing. Pizza. So I just kind of assume that, uh, yeah, that this is your last pizza. Um, <laughs> We've been getting a lot of good so, feedback. No, but you guys, you, you guys have. You, I, I've noticed a couple of tweets out. You've had some uh, some guys and bands who yeah. have. Uh, so what's what's the word uh, from your initial thought of we want to get off the air an hour earlier? I mean, like in terms of talking to like. Hair club, like have you know what I'm saying. Is we haven't heard anything the people from them because tr- it's all over Twitter. But the one thing we know about Hair Club, like he's not on Twitter. Yeah, so even if, true. if everyone, okay, if seven enough. billion people said do this, he but would not know. Like, uh, incidentally, uh, just to, just to catch up right here, uh, the guys from Metal Shopper and uh, Kevin and Ian last yeah. week they because they in, want their pizza that they we were wanna, unaware of. They, they what you don't know is Metal Shop starts at eleven o'clock at night, and the reason you don't know that is because you you're probably already asleep. Uh, so the idea is is that you guys wanted to get the show a little bit earlier, so maybe you'd have some listeners. Yeah, man. No, yeah, you, Miles said you need to put it on a ten. Oh, the you're the one who planted the seeds. I'm pretty sure become, you got to no, show up. The real That's reason, right. You said that's you would been show the up. biggest part about all of it. Is the re- they're saying, "Well, is then, Miles going to be on Metal Shop at 10? Somebody asked me this weekend. Like, hey, you know, what's going on in Metal Shop at 10? I said, I, told I think guys. it's a great idea. And then it's a great idea. And went to Twitter. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 do it. And I almost feel weird because you guys said nothing about it. This is all Miles. This is all Miles the start of this goddamn thing. So thanks. But you guys yeah. seem cool with it. But has anyone asked Hair Club or Castle or... I mean, we've gotten a ton of feedback uh, from bands, you know. we've just, But Hair Club or uh, Castle? Is he, are they no, here? I mean, is somebody here? 
Castle should Where's be across Castle? the hall. Where's Castle? Castle or Hair Club? Club. Why don't you uh, just, just put somewhere. the damn? I told you nobody's listening. Just put it on at ten o'clock, and nobody just, will know. Just aim I for will it? actually listen. I tell you what, I will show up for an episode. Here's Castle. Just find out what's going on with him. Nothing, nothing good ever happens when I have to come in here in the uh, afternoon. No, no, and no. I will have you know, pizza. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, apparently right? it's metal good shops. In here. Uh, I was, I was drapes shopping. That's what oh, you were. I, was, I see. I, I believe looking, you. I was looking because for no other reason. I was, I, was, uh, I was looking for window dressings. Wow. What? Castle, who is uh, so uh, uh, what program guru here? KSW. Something like do? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so Drug in charge. Right. You get to make decisions. Is the thing. So we're going to bring so, you in uh, mm-hmm. and find out. These guys want to go on the air at ten o'clock so I can listen to the show one time. Once. Miles yeah. would like Metal Shop to start at ten. Yeah. Can we do that? I don't. Uh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, they come on. I know you don't listen because you're probably in bed too. But every right. Saturday night at eleven, Kevin and Ian do a show for a few yeah, hours. We uh, you've never. Few hours. You, we have a metal you've show. never heard it because it's on too late for both of us. That mm-hmm. would explain that hole in the programming in the middle of uh, in the middle of the night on Saturday. What they're, what they're thinking of is they want to start the show at ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, people are kind of they spoken. Have they yet, spoken? Let me tell you what, what happened. Reason? What is the real Miles reason? brought it up. Then we went to Twitter, and now everyone's supporting it. So Miles has created this issue, and you guys seem cool with the idea, right? Yeah, we're trying to harness it. You mean to tell me you haven't seen anything? You haven't seen any of the tweets, any of the Facebook, Instagram stuff? And what time do you guys Metal normally shopping? get off? What time do we get out? No, what time do you normally end the show? We're done at 3 a.m., man. Okay, Three. but you're going to so keep the show going. To, you're going to keep the show going to 3 a.m. if you can start an hour earlier, right? Really? <laughs> Six hours of Metal Shop? <laughs> <laughs> Five. Let's just drag this it out. All, this is all about making last. Let's calls, keep it going until Sunday morning, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I've, 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 uh, I've, I've seen. Guys... Uh, I've, I've, I've seen your internets. Yes. I've. Uh, I, I, I participate. I participated. Well, in the good something they can do. You know what's funny is uh, last week when you guys started talking about this, I was out for a little little jog and I was listening on the radio. Yeah. It's like why wouldn't they just? I mean, why why start this on the radio? Why not just come in and be like, hey, dude, I got this great idea. Why don't we do Metal Shop an hour earlier at ten o'clock? And then I probably would have said something like, you know what, that's a really great idea. Hey, Ryan. Uh, but since you started this thing, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's see how far they can take this thing. I got you a know? question for you, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, can we start Metal Shop at 10? I think that's a fine idea. So awesome. it's not really a big deal. Nice. Right, but cool. it'll cost you a slice of pizza. <laughs> uh, we can so, do that. So, so wait a minute. And and wait, one more thing. One one more caveat. Miles gets no pizza. What do you mean I get no pizza? You get, Miles gets no pizza. pizza. You get a slice of pizza <laughs> if you come pizza? up to Metal Shop at 10 p.m. That's what I want to hear. Right. I want to hear Miles. There you, go. you know what? I'll take that. That's the, no, you know what? You know what? That's look, a bargain. You go. You go on the first Metal Shop. You go on the first Metal Shop at 10 o'clock. When's the first Metal Shop going to be at Saturday, 10 o'clock? This Saturday? Saturday. I swear to Christ. We went through all this. I knew it was just a matter of. I haven't had my kids. Hey Castle, can we start at 10? It's like yeah. Right. And don't worry about Hair Club. He probably thinks the show's on at 10 now anyway. I want to hear Miles introduce a Napalm Death song. The only thing that I've got going on is. I've got my two kids this weekend. So, bring yeah. them down, man. I, I, bring so them up to Metal Shop. Give education. Do you mind right. if my kids come down? Because I really, honest to God, what happened? Party. So, so they like uh, pizza. Beer. I get a piece of pizza. Miles, no pizza unless he comes in Saturday night, ten o'clock. Look, then I he gets will, a slice if you guys are on at ten o'clock, I told you, I, I, I come in and listen to it. Okay. You're many of Are you going to do it this Saturday? If I can bring my kids. I mean, that's cool. Is that cool though? Is that cool though? We have the thumbs up yeah. for Metal Shop yeah. at 10. It's done. All right. Let's Why did you just ask do it? I'm serious. It was much more fun this way. I liked watching it develop. Why was great. Why did you just ask it? Hashtag Metal Shop at 10. We do think the hard way. Because it wasn't their idea. It was your idea. You said you guys should start an hour earlier. They're like, yeah, that would be cool. So we literally had nothing to ask. We could have just asked. This was all you. I could have asked. And then it went to Twitter, and it's all this crap. We could have just walked into your office and asked. I'll be there. It's too late for me. All right. We're starting at 10. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. 
not sure if kids. I can make it or not, man. I got it was, my kids. It was it. pretty cool the way the whole thing panned out. So uh, you got a lot of support, congratulations. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really and cool. thanks, uh, thanks to the Rockaholics, man, for really flying the metal shop flag, giving us a well, reason to be around. We didn't do anything. All you had to do was ask Castle. But thank you for that's the what I was all the metal tribe. I think if you guys are starting the show a little bit earlier on Saturday nights, it also means maybe some brunches on Sunday now. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Be able to go to bed and wake up and see the There's Seahawks. All, it's the all up. Did you guys? Did you guys brunch ever think, on you, Ted? Did you guys ever? Hey, think, I'll uh, take you uh, boys brunching. Yeah. yeah. It's getting better and better. And I, got, I don't have kids, so I'll mean it. I got a great idea. You guys remember when five minute abs started? Yeah. And those four minute four minute abs after that. Okay. Why don't we do a uh, metal shop at nine now? And that way I can really come in and That's really easy, hang easy, out. Easy, easy, easy. Let's baby I'm steps, baby saying, steps. Hey, Ryan, can I'm we? Just <laughs> I will try to stay up. I what's will, what's that metal shop at midnight? just ask. Ah. I'll try to stay up until uh, 10 o'clock. I do have my kids this weekend. It might not be the weekend I get in here, but I'll definitely get in here. I think okay. we should congratulate Miles on having an idea that followed through in spite of you not taking responsibility for it. Thank you. Yeah. It was your yeah, idea. Probably. No pizza for you. Yeah. It you was my idea. In the it was your idea. I, no, I you just, said I, why I don't you guys start an hour earlier? Like, I could do it. Right, well, that's I'm true. Gonna go, I'm going to go finish buying my drapes. Oh yes, by, by really Ryan. buying drapes. By We're going to devour this pizza and Jesus. party because it's metal shop at ten, baby. Okay, you guys excited then? It was oh, that guy. Oh yeah. Movie. All right, cool man. That was a hell of a campaign. Thanks, I'm glad guys. you got the free pizza today. They're finally celebrating your five year anniversary by putting you on an hour early. Hands up. I didn't think you would have to go through all. But that was like a campaign for Vladimir Putin. Like he's going to win. You don't need the campaign. All you had to do was freaking ask. But who knew? Well, Miles we're just going to start doing things it. around here and see what happens. Dude, That's what I say you do. You have my blessing. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> you just ask forgiveness instead of permission, right? Go on a yes. I'll never know. Yes. It has served me poorly over the years, awesome. but I continue. Yeah. Get the ticket after you speed. That's the way it works. All right, guys. That's awesome, man. And uh, and thanks, thanks to everybody who, who hooked uh, you guys up. Uh, I know you're all over Twitter over the weekend. I was looking at it like going, this is absolutely. I saw uh, uh, Kevin and Steve from back in the day oh, with yeah. some support. Yep. I looked at that. I was like, Jesus, Kevin, I haven't seen you forever. Man. Know, man. How you been, brother? I was talking to my screen. <laughs> the time I really was like, ooh, there's Steve. I know he broke a rib lately. Yeah. What did he yeah. say back? Uh, he said, my rib hurts, but I'm still living in a tree in the middle of the forest, uh, living off dandelions, right. whatever the hell he's doing. I think he's like it's, float yeah. through a cloud of like hippified pretty life. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So I'm sure I won't see him unless I just start running naked through the woods on mushrooms. And then he'll pop up like, I'm here. Be like, oh, I've been waiting for you. It's like a magical leprechaun <laughs> or something. Is, man. Well, so uh, his metal shop Like is... he knows the Keebler elves. He'd be that guy. <laughs> yeah. And he offer you cookies <laughs> right. when you got to the tree. Mm, oh, yeah. I told you. P&W, everything is wonderful. <laughs> Here, have a cookie. It's made from moss rock. Steve has great little snacks on him all the time. Yeah, yeah that's what we're He's got everything, man. Uh, you guys are going to go on a 10 this Saturday night. Yes. I yes. will see, I will see what do I can it, do. Okay. I'll, I will try to get my ass Do you think Hair Club will even know? My money says, I thought you guys came out at 9. Unless we get some angry emails. That's the only way okay. he would ever find out. Does True Metal that. Shop get any other kind of emails? <laughs> uh, emails from prison. <laughs> Even if they're happy with Metal Shop, they're angry. Yeah, right. people will be fired. Angry here, people right? that like you. Well, you, uh, we, sorry we, for interrupting. Will you start, will you start uh, the first hour you for with your all your favorite metal band slow songs? Yeah, some White Snake, <laughs> some Warrant. Uh. You can always play Uncle Tom's Cabin, I guess. I'm Uncle Tom's Cabin, whatever the hell his name is. I'm so yeah. lost without you. See, and now it's going to be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. Uh, Metallica turned the page. There's I don't no even s- know what song that is. I just knew the lyric. There's All no Slayer power Air Supply. Air Supply. Wow, this is really getting bad. So you guys are you guys are going to go on at 10 o'clock. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. That's, you, that's awesome. That was, uh, that was a hell of a campaign you guys ran there. Maybe we should do that. Uh, men's room uh, off at 5. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Men's room uh, three men, days a week. Men's room off at 5, three days a week. Men's Same room. pay. <laughs> exactly. We'll work four fives. Men's off. Instead of five fours. Right, like nurses. 
You know what I'm saying? Take off on Fridays or three-day weekend. All right, guys. That go eat your awesome. damn pizza. What's All on right, TV thanks. tonight, uh, by the way? Too? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.